stereotype and shattering stigma of being an alcoholic or addict in recovery. This is the Since Right Now podcast, the podcast of SinceRightNow.com and Clean and Sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R. This is episode 19. Holy uh, cow. The Since Right Now podcast. That's a lot. Um, we had planned to introduce a um, our, our new correspondent, yep. Marilyn Spiller of Waking Up the Ghost. Yep. She lives but in the Caribbean. She, well, I, think, I think she lives in Florida okay. now. But, but, uh, Someplace cool. She's, uh, she's a bit under the weather, so she'll be joining us at a later date. So... Uh, to this time you're stuck with Jeff and yep. myself back to our old rambling yep. babbling ways. Yep. yep. And I think we're going to talk a bit about the holidays are here. I think there's a disproportionate amount of slipping going on during the holidays. I and mean, I think the holidays themselves put a lot of pressure on people, especially new people in recovery, because there's all this awkwardness around forced family gatherings, which is sometimes stressful for people. There's always the ho- lots of holiday parties and good cheer that you get invited to, especially your work parties and things like that that you have to go to. And it just seems that there's lots more drinking occasions. It's cold out. Everyone goes to bar. So I always think it's a good time, right, right before this whole season kicks off, even though Halloween, right, already happened. But even Thanksgiving to me, the Wednesday before, I mean, you know, the Friday after, they've become massive drinking bar nights right? right well come yeah coming from our background uh, <laughs> right. marketing advertising right, right. the wednesday before is the largest bar night in the country there you go the wednesday before uh thanksgiving is the largest bar night in the country they, they sell more liquor that night than any other night of the year including new year's oh yeah. and then plus there's new year's eve <laughs> right right in the holidays yeah. to cap it all so just just thinking that through, I thought it would be a good. I mean, and some of my greatest drinking escapades, uh, searching for drugs, finding these things, going through mounds of snow, literally and figuratively oh, to find things. Snap! Come on, see what he did there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It happened during the holidays. So when I first got sober, uh, and it was coming into my first holiday season, someone sat me down and sort of gave me some tips. You know, mm-hmm. on how to get through these things. Okay. So I thought, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you had any slips during the holidays or had any crazy drinking experiences during the holidays. Not to, you know, toot my own horn. I, I you know, no slips, uh, but um, and no, no tips yeah. <laughs> either. Quite frankly, <laughs> um, what was great is this past Wednesday the addiction chat uh, that's hosted by Leaf Council okay. um, did, or was it this? This past one wasn't. It wasn't the holidays. The, the one before that was holidays um and it was just sort of the, mm-hmm. what we're doing here but I, I yeah. think it's great for us to talk about it some more because oh, cool. you can't have no uh, quite well, frankly too much to talk about it and because there are just so many challenges and so many stressors and so many yep. opportunities to slip and i guess opportunities might be the wrong word but yeah. um, it's just around more and it yeah. seems every you know there's it seems like it's a celebratory you know it, i think it's just easy to you get really busy. Yeah. And even if it's not slipping, it's yeah. just how to deal with it. Because quite frankly, yeah. with no slips at all, it's still a very challenging time. Yep. Um, often is for, for me, you know. Yeah. Um, so. yeah. Well, you got there's the whole family component as right. well. So did they say anything at that uh, 
addiction chat. Yep. On Wednesday. Yeah, that would that we could pass along. Uh, well, I mean, I think I'd have to pull it back up. Yeah. It was, you know, it was a Twitter chat, but there was a lot of good advice on that, and I'll, you know, I'll yeah. post the hashtag, and cool. people can can take a look at that too. Yeah. But, um, so like, the holiday parties, like, so let's. I mean, I think that's a big one. Um, because some, you know, you can avoid a lot of situations by just not going, but usually you feel compelled to go to your own office party because it's sort of awkward that if I you feel don't. no such compulsion, <laughs> but, <laughs> but if you have to go, right, you got to go, uh, the best advice, go late, right? Go late. Oh, really? Yeah. Go After late. everybody's all fucked up and no, annoying. Yeah. Right. And then leave and have a plan to leave early. So you need to get in there. See who you need to see. Like, there's mm. usually political reasons why you want to go to your office party. You want to be seen by the boss. You want to mm-hmm. be whatever. So I think the I think good advice is go go late, leave early, and uh, have a way to get out of there or someone to call in case you feel absolutely mm-hmm. compulsed to drink at that party. So you've already kind of pre uh, pre played this in your head that if something goes wrong and you end up with a drink in your hand before you drink it, you've got someone to call. Um, and then you've kind of talked this through before you go to the party. And these are this is for people who are, you know, in six months of sobriety, in less than a year of sobriety, are just trying to figure out how you can get this done. So I think that's really good advice. The other really good advice is to have a drink, mm-hmm. a non-alcoholic drink, in your hand the right. whole time, right? So if it's ginger ale mm-hmm. or cranberry and club with lime, that's my personal choice. But to have that drink in your hand mm-hmm. at all time because it won't compare. The biggest thing about you coming to a party newly sober is everyone probably is used to you drinking. Mm-hmm. So they're going to want, they're, you're going to get offered cocktails. And I think that's a really hard thing to say, I'm not drinking tonight. Or, you know, whatever you feel comfortable with is, I'm training, I'm not drinking, I'm trying to run a marathon. You can use all those excuses. You can say, I'm in recovery now, I've quit drinking. Right. I mean, what do you say when people say, hey man, you're not drinking tonight? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, back in the day, I, th- I do think it was a lot of times... At that point, I think my family jumped in. I think it was, you know, yeah. in a, you know, a, a sweet effort to deflect for me. I think, uh-huh. but uh, um, you know, I, w- w- I just started thinking about. It. I mean, I did when I got sober it was, uh, you know, September. Right. So what is that? September, October, November. Right so like th- three months later, yeah, the the holiday season started in yep. earnest, and I was yep. there. You know, doing it, and, yep. and and yeah, what what comes back now is mm-hmm. that definitely have the non-alcoholic drink in your hand. Yep. Um, don't let the upper, you know if it's if it's if, you if don't it's have concern, a drink hand, someone's going to get it's actually if it's a concern about yeah. actually slipping and or having to yep. navigate being offered a drink or, yep. or or you know somehow finding one in your hand. Yeah. Don't you know have something else in your hand right. is, is key. Yep. Um, and that that's definitely what I did. Um, you know, at the time, and I know there are people that. Uh, don't agree with us. It was in a beer. Yeah. Um, so it, to, to a large degree. And you and I are both big NA. Well, you know, we're fine with drinkers. NA, and it's yeah. it's it's served us well. I I realize it, it may not well. be for everybody, right. but um, agree. Cranberry uh, club with a lime. Yeah, and cranberry club with lime. I learned yep. from you, and that, that yep. you know I, I did sometimes, but um, you know everybody knew me as a beer drinker, and so it's uh-huh. easy if you don't want to deal with. Um, you know, navigating those questions about yeah. why aren't you drinking? What's going on? Yeah. When did you quit? Any of that kind of stuff. If you have a, a you know, an NA in your yeah. hand, it just, especially if you're a beer drinker, yeah. it just it looks like you have a drink and then you don't yeah. have to deal with any of it. And, and the best answer is, in some ways, is I'm driving tonight or something. That's like a great that answer. Easily yeah. shuts it down. Right. Like if you just don't want to talk about the fact that you're an alcoholic right. getting sober. Right. Yeah. So anyway, but I think having an answer to that question, knowing that people know you as a drinker right. or something, right? Yeah. That's helpful, definitely. Yeah. Um, 
But do you think it's perfectly acceptable at an office party to say, uh, I quit drinking because I think I'm an alcoholic. I'm a recovering alcoholic. What do you think about that? I've never had that issue. Yeah. I, I, Same, I don't. You said that totally. I just, I, yeah. I, that's, I've always just been, that's yeah. who I am. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, you know what, it's like a year and a half or less after I got sober, I started at the agency where we both met, yep, yep. which had a fully stocked working bar, right. you know, all day, every yep, day. Yep. And my desk was, I okay. don't know, 30 feet from it. And yep. it was, you know, the typical crazy, you yep. know, ad agency of the, what, late 90s, early 2000s. And there were um, some people that were at that bar all the time right, that yeah, were right. total alcoholics. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, whatever temptation may or may not have been there, and I think to a large degree, what got me through some of the early days is, and I've heard this said before, is you take that denial that kept you an active alcoholic or addict, mm -hmm. and you use it to just, you flip it, and you just deny that there's essentially like, the, you know, I deny that there was even a bar that close to, you know, <laughs> there's that I sat at a desk 30 <laughs> feet from a fully stocked bar. Right. Um, you just sort of ignore it. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, you know... Um, but uh, yeah, there I just would tell people I'm an alcoholic and I don't drink. Yeah, and I think that's a good. You know, only a really callous asshole is going to put. Well, maybe yeah. not. There are a lot of people that just don't understand. But 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 I think that's good. Like if you're, I think that's. I think at some point that's a that's you're committed to not drinking. I think that's yeah. a great answer when you no matter how yeah. how many days you have. I think that's a great answer because you're in the truth. Yeah, yeah. Well, the truth the is truth always will set you free. But if you don't feel comfortable with that, because it's a weird, you know, work environment rise, I right. just can't quite say it. I'm driving, you know, those, there's lots of things you can say. I'm working out, running a marathon, not drinking tonight, whatever it is. Right. I, what, what? Yeah, and there are probably medical reasons you could sure. make up. I'm pregnant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Honestly, I, I'm probably not much use there because I just didn't, I didn't do a lot of the making up and and yeah. this isn't to to diminish them or, no. or or say suggest they're not valuable. I just I just didn't do that. Yeah. Um. So I don't know that I'm much help there. Yeah. Um, but some offices environments, I would yeah. say, you may not want to say you're an alcoholic. Right. Two months into it. Right. Yeah. You want to say that you're driving or something. So, but I think there's a temptation, especially if people know you as a drinker, right. that you're everyone's going to come up and offer you drinks, and so that's right. that's the thing to be aware of. Like you just sort of have to mentally go through that in your mind. That this is going to happen, and you know, leave, stay, get there late, yeah. leave early, have a plan, and that's the way to tackle an office party. Yeah, and the, the only thing I would add to that is I'd get there early and leave early. Yeah, so which oh, is yeah, what I do. Early. Yeah, or did I say stay late? I meant leave early. No, no, no. You said get there late and leave early. Yes, but absolutely. I would get there early and leave early. <laughs> so <laughs> you would, you know. Or, hey, what's up, people? Got to go. Quite frankly, and, and this you is wouldn't go. I, I don't go. No. I, I just don't go. That's, that's totally fine. Um, that's and totally fine. Uh, you know, the office parties. It. it um, uh, you know, I don't know if it's the ideal way to handle it. It, it works for me. I understand that it's a bit but when selfish. You were, when you were drinking, though, did you go out a lot? You went out and went to the office parties. And oh, my were, God. When I was drinking, I did it. When I was drinking, cheery. I threw guy. the party. Right. Right. Okay. And I was All the time. pissed when everybody yeah. left the right, party. Right, right, um, Yeah. So that's a, it's a different, you know, it's, when you're early sobriety, and you, you're used to that. Right. And it's coming up on the holidays. Right. My biggest fear when I got sober, my in March 14, 1992, right. was what am I going to do for New Year's Eve? I know. Totally was, irrational, yeah. but like I, you can't fathom. You can't figure it out at first. Yeah, You just can't <laughs> fathom. Like, right. I'm not, I can't process what I'm going to do. So this time of year is tough because you just can't fathom not 
drinking yeah. during the holidays, especially in your first year of sobriety. So that's a, it's a good to think these things through, right? Yeah, and I think, you know, this gets into a bigger issue than just the holidays, I guess. But, I mean, if you have in perspective that what you're doing in getting sober and being sober and um, is really the best, most healthy thing you can do, mm-hmm. and you do have some perspective on how, you know, if in the immediate term it doesn't seem like the most amazing thing you could have, could right. be doing, right. that in the long term that it is, yeah. it helps. I mean, I, I just, I knew by the time I got sober that's what I should be doing. And then, you know, I think it helped that first, um, I think New Year's, the first Thanksgiving, you know, obviously it was with family, and I think, you know, I just did NA and explained it to family. Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas, I don't really remember what happened to Christmas. I know New Year's Eve, though, I was out of the country with my family. Yeah. We were in Costa Rica at some little, tiny, like, mm-hmm. like Griswoldy kind of resort yeah, thing. Yeah. It wasn't like the big fancy one. It was like yeah. the, it was like a smaller one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think that's where we were for New Year's Eve, and it was just easy to, at a certain point, you know, I just drank a bunch of Coca-Cola, and at a certain point just went back to my room and just listened to music on my CD Walkman, (laughs) y'all. It was awesome. That's fun. But, uh, and then, you know, shortly after that, my, I, I went to a wedding. Okay. And that was actually the harder event it was mm-hmm. you know it was a, a winter wedding in mm-hmm. the in the, str- the string of holiday things and the holidays i got through because it was like a, a close um knit group of family but then the wedding was definitely more along the lines of that office party thing yeah, where i had yeah. to navigate how to yeah because everyone people, knows why is christmas yep. drinking yep. Yep. you know and you know come dance and like you know i used to you know dance yeah burn up the dance floor when i was drinking but uh, so once i stopped i was just like I'm not you're not john travolta in saturday night fever when you're so no. okay um and yeah it was you know again i don't know if i have great advice other than it's perfectly okay just to remove yourself from the situation agree you know just go agree. find the corner with somebody else that's not going crazy and talk to them you know yep. or you know step outside with the smokers even if you don't smoke yeah and talk to them um so yeah, and I would agree. So the office party navigation, stay, I would just stay away from the bars. You yeah, know? I just stay away from the bars uh, at, at all. Although my first year, I moved to Chicago, uh, like eight months into my first year of sobriety, in the dead of winter, yeah. and that's all we did was went out every night to bars, and I stayed sober. Hmm. And I, you know, and I just went to a yeah. lot of meetings. So I, you know, did another ninety and yeah. ninety when I moved to Chicago, recommitted to that part, and mm-hmm. just had a lot of support, um, and didn't, and it didn't. I never had any temptation or never had any problems. It didn't become a, an issue. So my first New Year's, I don't even remember what I did, but it wasn't an issue that I wasn't drinking. Um, but family stuff. So now, mm-hmm. is there any advice to deal? Because family stuff is weird. And you, just for the holidays, getting together with Thanksgiving and awkwardness. And I think there's a lot of, it's not the same celebratory issue of someone's going to come and offer you drinks. It's just sort of, family stuff's always tense during the holidays, right? <laughs> Yeah, family like talks. There's lots of emotions. There's lots of, you know. Yeah, I think unless you're like the cleavers, I mean, I think family stuff is <laughs> right. going to be challenging. Right. Drinking, not drinking, right. alcoholic, not alcoholic. <laughs> you know, it just has its own, uh, you know, you know, there are all those interpersonal relationships yep. to navigate. And they're all yep. different and always evolving and changing. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Last holiday season was, <laughs> you know, I think right. some of you have heard about that on earlier um, yeah. episodes that it... Uh, you know, brought with it some challenges um, for me. And, um, 
you know, uh, I, I don't know that it's the best solution. It's the one I've, I think I've repeated a few times on here that uh, if, if it's too challenging, I just don't go. To, and yeah. that applies also to family things this yeah. year. I'm, I'm just not going. Yeah. Um, and have you been invited to family things this year and yeah, you're not going? Yeah. And you're like, uh-uh. Yeah. yeah. And not going because of all this stuff that's going on. Um, certainly but, a significant yeah. factor in making Ad- the decision. Addiction has a lot to do with this, just the world of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and all I the things we've talked about that's fair to say yeah, yeah and and yeah okay I think that's what I'm allowed to say <laughs> you've been you have a, a, a gag order placed on you <laughs> by your family kinda uh, <laughs> alright we'll move on well, thanks yeah but no, I, th- I mean we you know. yeah and I'm going it's funny because I'm going out to Thanksgiving with my family and my sister who I'm not quite sure if my sister is sober. She's had a long, 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 long history of addiction to all kinds of things, alcohol, drugs, food, God knows what else, pills. Um, And uh, up until three years ago, I know she was actively using. um, I'm not sure if she is today. I don't know what what her life is like, but it's, she's never recovered in the sense of become, she's never gotten past that you know, if they say that um, that when you start drinking, your emotional maturity stops at that age, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, I don't know if my sister's ever grown up. Yeah. You know, and so it's it's she's tough to be around. She's tough to be around, and it feels like that. You feel like there's just this tension, and and part of her has a big heart and wants to do the right thing, but part of her is just that super self centered addict mm-hmm. that just that's the core of her being, and it, whether she's using it or not, it seems like she's in this dry addiction behaviorally uh, the whole time. So yeah, it's, it's tough. It's, I think it's tough to be around. It's tough to watch and it's like, I don't know. So, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to personally drink over it, but it causes a lot of tension. I'll tell you. Yeah. And it's it's hard to watch. Yeah. And yeah, the, the tensions that I would experience in the stressors, you know, from a family standpoint, they don't, um, they don't make me fear for my own sobriety. Yeah, right. Um, right. I would say maybe what they challenge is my recovery, if that makes mm-hmm, sense. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it sort of it, it shakes it shakes me out of being. Um, you know, if sobriety is simply ab- the abstinence, right? So mm-hmm. sobriety is just not drinking or yeah. not doing yeah. the substance. Yeah. That you did. Um, and and the recovery part is is being the best yeah. you you can be, right? Yep. At, yep. After you've you've become so clean mm-hmm. or sober. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, since last year, part of this, part of what what I'm doing here with clean and sober since right now, all of this has been to, um, focus more on my own recovery, Mm -hmm. learn from others, you know, from Jeff Mm -hmm. and, and all of you out there on Mm -hmm. Twitter and listening and all the people I interact with how to be, um, you know, more effective in my recovery at this stage. Because um, I, I I don't think I was doing well, and it was mm-hmm. definitely came directly out of holiday stressors yeah. with you know addiction mm-hmm. at the center of it. Yep. Yep. So um, you know the 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 challenge with I think we're back to an old fashioned since right now episode yeah. in that from my standpoint I yeah. raise a bunch of issues, raise a bunch of questions. I don't know that I answer them. Right. I just think we should start talking through them, mm-hmm. you know, um, the big ones. Because, so. yeah, this time of year is happening again. It's happening again, yeah. right. And I don't know that I've made any ground. I think there was a brief period when I, I think I was ready to to go and, 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 mm-hmm. and um, 
I don't want to say suck it up because it wasn't that. Right. I, I, I've, but I, I've made my 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 peace, and I'm certainly comfortable mm-hmm. with the situation that. Um, yeah, and it's not a fear for your own sobriety. No, it's a just don't want to be around that. Right. And yeah. I just, just and don't want to condone it. Don't want to. I don't want to be the best, <laughs> most supportive. Yeah. Person I can be. Yep. Um, and. I, I guess um, I guess what I'm struggling with is is I want to say I don't know if I I'm prepared to do that well. I want mm-hmm, to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to be that person, yeah. regardless of who it is. Yeah. Um, but you know, even <laughs> even online, I've had sort of my uh, th- I've had an interaction recently that sort of challenged my um, my ability to maintain sort of calm focus, distance uh, in dealing with another active addict. Yep. Is yep. That, does that make yep. sense? Okay. Make perfect sense. Um, you got you got emotionally involved in this. Thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, and in, in just and in, in, in I had to, you know, pull back and say yeah. this isn't my right. it's I'm not, you know, I'm not yeah. literally invested in this. It's not yeah. about me saving people. It's not right. about me. Yeah. Yep. Um, There's so. only so much you can do. You're totally powerless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because you you say this, and it's a interesting, it's an interesting topic because so many of us in recovery come from families with lots of addicts. Both of us do, and you go home, and so it sort of is interesting. Like when you're newly sober, and there's still people practicing active addiction, that's that's a crazy that's place tough. to be into, yeah. right? Because you're going home, and right. you, their drinking buddies aren't there with them, right. and your family need you to be drunk mm-hmm. your other people mm-hmm. uh, in my case father sister uh who would yeah it just becomes a bit like and i remember having that first holiday season and my dad my dad got sober 10 years after i did oh wow. so he was drinking for a long time and uh yeah kind of it, it couldn't i couldn't explain it to him why i had quit drinking you know he certainly wasn't ready but that yeah that is Odd. Well, and for a lot of people, your mm-hmm. sobriety is, you know, and we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if it's news, but it's, yeah. a, it's a threat. Yeah. It can be perceived yeah. as a judgment on their exactly. drinking. Right. Um, <laughs> Which is, they do not want to hear. No. So it's it's in their interest in terms of their sort of preservation of their addiction to get you. Get you drinking drink. again. That's tough. Um, that's exactly it. So th- so that's a really good, so how do you, how do you. What are some strategies to to if you're in that situation? I think a lot of people find themselves in that situation during the holidays, mm-hmm. where you're quitting drinking and you're around people who drink a lot. And what you drink? And they're your family members, right? <laughs> my answer is going to keep keep coming back to just don't walk go. away. Walk away. <laughs> just don't go. Do not go. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of of, of, of I know. you know some sort of uh, you know actionable practical yeah. Because um, it's funny, and your family's going to know the truth. Like you're not going to tell them you're. You know, you're gonna say mm-hmm. it's not. It's not like an office party where you can say, "I'm running a marathon." I mean, yes, you can, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. But mom's gonna, you know, start questioning these things. Well, but I don't think your par- your family. I mean, do people get sober and hide it from their family? I, I, they probably do. There's probably, probably do. There's many flavors of this as there yeah. are people, right? Yeah, but you don't. I don't. Um, yeah, I think you can be, tell the tell your family, right? They probably yeah. know, and there's probably a Big part of everyone's yeah. family is like, thank God. 
most of my family was, I'm really glad you're not drinking anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, that actually reminds me of, you know, in terms of, uh, and some of this is, is what you're comfortable with as a person. So I realize it doesn't apply to everybody, but you know, for a long time I was very much a, I don't give a fuck what anybody yeah. thinks of me yeah. sort of attitude, which is an entirely healthy way to go about it. Um, <laughs> but I just remember I was at a, at a work function. It was during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually, we we're in New York on a client function. I was with, uh, the, my boss, essentially, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's say that yep. and the client yep. and we were out yeah. and, the, 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 it's a liquor client. It was, sure. it was it was a beer client. Beer client. Okay. And they like uh, to go out and drink. And right. And so we're we're all out. And I want to you know be comfortable. Sure. And so I, I order the NA beer. Yeah. I try to order the NA beer of um, the client we were with. Right. And the the bar says we don't have that. So I order the other the competitors NA. Yeah. Which, that's all they have. And I'm just like, first of all, it's not my job to right. get distribution of your product. I'm <laughs> I'm the advertiser. Right. And the client leaned over to my boss and says. Does Chris know we don't make whatever it was? Yeah, you know, yeah. it was either Sharps or Duels yeah. flipped, whatever. Yeah. However, the equation worked. Yep. And and uh, she, my, my you know boss, coming back and just said, Chris doesn't drink. You know, and they don't have right. whatever your brand is. But yeah. um, the, the point of that is just to illustrate. <laughs> it's like the, more important than anything is protecting your yeah. recovery, your sobriety. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I guess that's the best advice I can give. Is yeah. like be be. That is the as best comfortable advice. as you can be doing what you know is right for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, don't, uh, and I think that's where my challenge is, is mm-hmm. a lot of the advice does, does tend to be, how do you protect others perception yeah. or how other people feel about your sobriety or right. recovery? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Protect how you feel about your yeah. sobriety and your recovery. Right. Yeah. Um, that's good. And feel good about yourself doing, because you're doing a great thing for yourself being sober and in recovery. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, there, and it's funny. I, I think you're. I think you're exactly right. I think that is putting your sobriety above everything else, right. and you got to do that. And the the other thing that helped me, I remember, was I went through a lot of snowbanks and cold weather and traveled great distances to get drugs right. or drink. Yeah, and w- during this time, I I can absolutely do the same thing to go find a meeting or call someone. Sure, or, you know. And I think it's that exact same kind of vigilance that you went through to get the drugs and the drinking that you have to put into the sobriety. That's a good point. In right when you start, especially, right? Yeah. So yeah, you're exactly right. Like if you're put your sobriety as the number one thing, mm-hmm. then you'll be all right. And my guess is, I'm gonna assume that for things like New Year's Eve. Yeah, New Year's there, Eve. There are sober, sober dances. dances. Lots of right? AB, lots of AA sober activities on New Year's Eve. In right. fact, most clubs like the Lindell Club here in town will have uh, meetings the whole the whole night. Every night, every hour, they'll have meetings all night. And those are actually really great to go to. Because right. uh, New Year's Eve is amateur night out there. And honestly, like <laughs> for professional drinkers like us, right. New Year's Eve had has oh, pretty much runs yeah. it, run its course. Right. Like, yeah. That's not the night to go out and relapse. Like, really? That's where a night full of chuckleheads. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That is a night yeah. full of amateurs. But most clubs will have all night uh, awesome meeting. So mix it up. Go to there's all night yoga at a yoga studio. Oh, right. You can That's do a little fine. yoga. Go to go to a couple meetings. <laughs> make yourself an awesome New Year's evening. So yeah, but I think that's good. Hmm. But have yeah, have a plan. Don't get caught out there like. But I think it's a hard time of year. You're 
newly sober, you're changing your playmates and playthings. You can't hang out with the same people, mm-hmm. whatever. It can be a lonely time of year. Um, and there's and and I think you just got to keep saying I would I would go to any lengths when I was drinking to go drink or use drugs. And you mm-hmm. have to go do that same thing mm-hmm. in sobriety, you know, especially that first holiday season because a lot of people it's just easy, you know. Mm-hmm. It's easy not to do those things. Did did you ever go through the the a phase? I don't know if I did, but um, where you sort of, I guess, resent or 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 you, or you you hate that everybody else gets to keep drinking, and you go through why can't I yeah, keep yeah. drinking? Did you did you? Yeah, that's that? interesting. I'm just curious. I think I did. I think I did. Be in my two years of drinking and going to meetings, I think there was a lot of that. Okay, there was a lot of being pissed off. I think when I finally quit, I think that was taken off the table. Um, yeah. Although it's yeah, I, I guess yeah, not really. But I will say over over time, I've there's been lots of times I wish I could try a fine wine or a good scotch mm-hmm. or just things I never drank. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I got resentful that I can't. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because uh, well, the only thing that Did I was you thinking do that? of. Well, no, but there's yeah. there's def- not exactly. There is definitely a period though when I was with people that were drinking. Yeah. Or drugging, quite frankly. Yeah. That at a certain point. You know, they go past the sort of point of no return. Yeah. And so at a certain point, you know, you can hang out with them and you can talk to them and they get progressively drunker. And at yep. a certain point, yep. they're drunker or, you yeah. know, higher or whatever. Yeah. And you're just, you're not with, they're right. not with you anymore. Right, right, right. And you're there and everybody else that is drunk or however, yep. particularly if it's just you yeah, that yeah. isn't. Yeah, um, yeah. That's a strange that's feeling. Early on, it can feel feel a bit um for me it was irritating yeah um what's interesting is i don't get lonely but that experience is lonely yeah. because yeah. there's a whole you're with people yeah that you just really can't interact yep. with yep. anymore you're just sounding um, different yep i've and, been there uh, i've been there plenty of nights and uh so that's, that's you know cool. a situation that the, my rule is if I if someone tells me the same story twice it's time to leave once i've heard that right. you know yeah someone's told point. you the, and i'm like map this poor everyone's right. you know this is gonna start happening but you know but there's been plenty of nights where and this is when i probably had 10 plus years where i'm the i'm the designated know, driver so i've taken a shit ton of drunk people right. i've driven them home lots and lots of times so you got to hang out you right. got to hang out to the bitter end um and uh, but on that level you feel great because i mean i always feel saving good. lives yeah. yeah like i'm taking 10 people home in a van right. or whatever you know right and everyone's smashed. Yeah. Everyone's just smashed. Yeah. Which is good. So you take them home. But yeah, yeah, by the time like you're trying to wrangle people. Like, man, right. it's you're late. You do not need anyone to drink in the, the freaking car. And that's my challenge. I mean, I was I was telling somebody on Twitter today, it's yeah. like my my tolerance for intoxicated people <laughs> has never grown. You know, I've never yeah. gone like I've never gotten better at that. I'm just like when somebody it is to the point when everybody's yeah. fucked up. Yes. I'm just like you fucked up motherfucker <laughs> I'm like I'm just I'm like you're, you're, I don't I don't want to deal with that's it that's funny um, and that is more a challenge for me just you know but again we're we're just coming back to me like just yeah. leaving like I just want to go find a, a different room lots to of do. people pull that you yeah. are that yeah. you are that guy I'm that guy you're that guy that disappears yeah I'm the guy that just leaves like yeah. we're and don't, doesn't say anything right. just no. like where'd Chris go yeah <laughs> yeah when I smoked I'd go outside Vanish. and I'd yeah. Just vanish. Yeah, just go sit in a yeah. chair outside. And That's cool, though. That's cool. I don't know. I'll you tell you what. You can be that guy. Yeah, well, smartphones 
or a savior in terms of that re- yeah. regard. When you got to bust out, there's like any number of things you can be doing on your phone. Yep. Um, but yeah, I guess it's just protect yourself. Mm-hmm. All, that's basically what it's going to yeah. keep coming back to for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have specifics, uh-uh. but don't feel bad protecting yourself. Yeah, but I think just think, just being conscious of it. Yeah. Before you just walk into something and someone says, hey, want a drink? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Right. Like, sure. It's so easy. It's so it's that vigilance against that first one, and it's they're around. The first one's around, right? Mm-hmm. It's just constantly there, uh, especially in the holiday season. So, all right, was there something you wanted to talk about? Something else? I did. Yeah. Um, no. No, I think that no was family stuff. No. No, I mean okay. holidays, family. Yeah. Um, what about rum cake? <laughs> you got any opinions on rum cake? That's tough, and it's so funny because I don't. There's either. loads of holiday dishes cake. with. Liquor in them. Right. And then you think the liquor gets baked out in the majority of these dishes. Doesn't get baked out. But it doesn't. In some mm. in some of them you can just taste it. You're like, right. that tastes like <laughs> Right. Or that's like right. tasting liquor. Yeah. So yeah. I, and it's funny. I think this is the same thing with NA beer. If if you feel even it's personally I feel like I didn't get into AA because I drank NA beer. It's never affected me. I've never mm-hmm. wanted to drink more NA beer. But having said that, I think there's lots of people who would who would it, they don't feel that way. It will mess with them in the head. Right. Eating rum cake is it starts that cycle in your brain of I can drink again. And right. if there's any suspicion that that might happen, I'd avoid it all. Right? Absolutely. And so with that, it's just one of those things where, like, I've had lots of cakes like that and right. just whatever. But I, I've I know people that have relapsed because that they, they started with that. It right. And so, and it's just one of those things. Is what's going to trigger your compulsion exactly. and if you have any doubt that this might i would just stay away i quit right? eating tiramisu and i really? loved tiramisu because what's that got in it i don't remember anymore. some kind of liquor yeah liquor yeah. yeah and yeah and i don't eat rum cake and i don't so yeah. you just don't do it i don't do it because you taste that liquor yeah yeah and that's why okay mm-hmm. and i i'm with you yeah. i'm with you I, yeah and so yeah there you go well there's your policy but you know i'll drink any and yeah. you know i did the early on i did the math on it and i think it was some crazy you know i, I did it I did it to the extent where I was figuring out, you know, how your body processes the alcohol mm-hmm. and how much alcohol you, you drink to get, you know, whatever, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever. And, you know, some absurd amount of NA you'd have to pound yeah. in an hour yeah. to equal having the amount of one beer in your body right. at, at, the, at a time. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, some crazy stat, yeah. like it's, you know. Well, and in, in many ways, and this is what I've heard, and I don't know if this is true, uh, they have to put that there's some alcohol in it because they may use brew tanks that they've used before. Exactly. But the big brewers probably exclusively brew NA right. beer in this tank. Right. So they've cleaned it well. Anyway, right. there's probably not any alcohol in it from the, you know, but they have, anyway. Yeah. Well, and I mean, but, I, and and I can stay with there. confidence. I have never felt remotely no, I know. anything I drinking NA beer. No, I know. Yeah, not remotely. Other than you have to pee more. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, I don't know if that's an endorsement because, yeah, like Jeff yeah. said, it, it, could be a trigger. Could be a danger for yeah. some people in and, terms of their sobriety. But yeah, um, and yeah, then you're yeah. an Arnold Palmer man, and I totally respect the Arnold Palmer man. But if it's the difference between an NA and an A, yeah, go the NA. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, because that, yeah. that's what it was for me. Yeah, when right. I did it. Yeah, I was like, well, it's either that or it's not going to work. Yeah, you if, know. I, I, yeah, some people like I. I just need a beer in my hand. Yeah, and I and I I'm with you in the social setting. Sometimes, and I agree. Like mm-hmm. that's why I did it. And I remember going out with my sponsor in Chicago. Uh, we went to a bar. My first, he mm-hmm. took me out to a bar. Like within two weeks of me going there, and we went and played pool. 
we went with his girlfriend and he ordered NA beer. And so I had an NA beer mm-hmm. and never thought twice about it ever again right. beyond that. Um, but it felt, it felt good to have a, a bottle or can right. in your hand when you're at a bar. Yeah. Cause it just felt social. You just felt like you fit right. in and it was easier, even though whatever. And then when people say, Hey, do you want another drink? You can right. say, get me an O'Doul's right. or whatever that was. And it's just, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, you know. Or a drink. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, when you sort of turned me on to the cranberry and yeah. soda and lime, and, you know, yeah. that was like a great yeah. sort of yeah. faux, faux cocktail faux alternative, cocktail. which yeah. was, yeah. yeah. Great. And and most bars now, uh, we're in the age of cocktail. Mm-hmm. So most bars, if you say, make me a fancy mocktail, mm. the bartender will make you some kind right. of, do you, do you like fruit? Do you like this? So right. it's, I love going out and having bars make some exotic, awesome mocktail drink oh, okay. that... They'll make a. I had a virgin. Um, what's the drink with? Uh, it's crushed spearmint, crushed mint, oh, sugar, uh, mojito? mojito, virgin mojito. It was <laughs> nice. phenomenal. That's uh, that sounds so good. Delicious. Yeah. So uh-huh. anyway, they'll make a virgin. Anyway. Well, see, that's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can get crazy. Like if you, you know, go yeah. Have so it's like make, a virgin whip. hot buttered rum, just hot butter. <laughs> And you just, you just get a cup of hot butter. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Mm. So, yeah, go out and mocktail it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what perfect. Um, okay. Well, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Well, yeah, we'll be talking more about the holidays, I'm sure. I wonder if they have like N.A. Manischewitz. What's that? Isn't that what, like, uh, it's like uh, Jewish wine, right? Oh, For, yeah. Like, the, Probably. Well, yeah, you know, we're all inclusive. Wine. It was yeah. holidays. Yeah. Um, I did find out my favorite soda, Zevia, which is sweetened with stevia. Yeah. They're, they have like bottles of sparkling pear and apple, which really isn't my thing, but in like champagne bottles, they look pretty cool. That's so, cool. you know, if you're just into the accoutrement yep. of um, celebration. Yep. Yeah. Um, which so is anyway. cool. Yeah. All right, people. All right. Uh, be safe. Protect your sobriety. Protect your recovery. Um, We'll see you next week. We'll see you.